Hi, we're Tara and Mark, a sibling duo stopping chaos before it starts. We talk about that here on Indecent Order. And today we're going to talk about weight loss, dieting, habits, how to win the brain game of losing weight. What's on our agenda for today? The Beck Diet. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Have you read it? I have read it. So this is called The Beck Diet Solution by Judith S. Beck, PhD. She is the daughter of Aaron Beck, who is the founder of cognitive behavioral therapy. So like Beck is kind of famous among, not kind of, but is famous among psychology students. So that kind of gives a psychology major um, an automatic like respect for what this book is. But let me ask you first, how, how's, how's your weight? How's your, how are you happy with your your nutrition and weight currently? I am the heaviest I've ever been currently. No, no. Yes. Well, then that's probably just means you've never been super heavy because I don't, I can't tell really. Let me, let me stand up and show you my belly. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't super bad, but it ain't great either. Um, I'm sitting at 190. And for the audience, I'm 5'11", 5'11 and a half-ish. So, you know, I can pinch more than an inch. Oh, is that the thing? How do you know how much you're pinching? Like what? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I just, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. I don't know. Mm. Pin- pinch an inch. I don't know what it means. I guess I got to Google it now. Yeah, now you got to Google it for sure. Well, so what do you wish you were at? When I was in grad school, and that was my peak fitness, 174 would be uh, ideal. Okay, so you're not like redonk, like off the charts here of what you want to be. That's not bad. 16 pounds. But I feel like I've been at this 185, 190 for like over a year. I noticed it after the holidays of, uh, gosh, 2017. And it's just like, I try to do good. What does do good mean? Portion control, dessert control. What does control mean? Mm. Like, do you mean not having dessert? Do you mean changing what you Sometimes with my work and travel, we get, like, depending on the city, we get either $75 a day or $100 a day to spend on food. And my attitude at first was, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm going to spend every dollar that I can. And it's kind of hard to do that, actually. And so as part of that, I ended up buying desserts a lot because I was trying to spend the whole thing and enjoy life. <laughs> Live it up, man. Yeah, get that cheesecake. Get that chicken parmesan. Um, and that that did not do well for me this spring. Yeah, yeah. Um, so portion size and frequent rich desserts. Yeah, I got a sweet tooth, as you yeah. know. Oh, gosh, me too. My sweet tooth is ridiculous. Like, I do remember growing up, and there were times where dad would be like, do you want some ice cream? And I remember turning him down and saying, no, I'm good. What? What, <laughs> Who, what child or young adult does that? That's weird. I feel like there were days when we had ice cream every day. Well, you know? I think definitely as a kid – And I must say the word kid, meaning 18 and under, I ate to live. I didn't care 
I did not live to eat by any stretch. I just ate until I wasn't hungry. And I honestly, I don't particularly remember being hungry, which is hilarious because I weighed 99 pounds when I got married at age 20. Like <clears throat> that's very skinny and quite frankly, underweight. At the time when Dave and I were newlyweds, for the first eight years, like we didn't have a baby and we were like, well, guess we're not having a baby. And I never pursued any like medical information. I just felt like, well, that's just not what God has for us. And I didn't mind because I didn't particularly feel like children were important to me. <laughs> that's hilarious saying that now because my <laughs> kids are so awesome and I love them so much. But um, I would suspect it was an underweight thing. That's probably why I never got pregnant. You, you have to have a certain amount of body fat to like get pregnant and sustain a pregnancy. So, um, but anyway, all that to say, I just think food wasn't important to me at all. And then when I did get pregnant with Tucker, they put me on um, Ensure, the, the drink, to gain weight. And then I gained 50 pounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know, I weighed, I think I weighed 148 pounds when he was born and I was so freaking bloated and like stiff and just felt like I couldn't move. All I wanted to do was be in the pool, which was, which I did cause it was summertime when I was great with child. Um, and it wasn't a big deal to lose the weight. I lost almost all of it, but down, like, I think I weighed like 110, maybe 108 or something when it was all said and done when my baby weight was gone. Um, so we'll say 10 pounds more than when I was pregnant with him. But I, I was so underweight that even after, when I look back at pictures from when he was two, I, I'm still like, ugh, I was weirdly skinny, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then after bringing each child home in whatever manner, you, you can't just keep adding 10 pounds after every child. What if you have five kids? Then you're going to weigh 50 pounds more? No, I'm not doing that. Not that I'm having five kids, but after I had Calvin, I didn't lose all the way back down to pre-Calvin. And then after Gigi, I didn't go down to pre-Gigi, you know? So where I'm at right now, currently today, I'm at my post-Calvin weight, finally. I, I, it's probably where I'm going to stay. So you, you adopted Gigi, but you still gained weight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. For the people. <laughs> so turns out adoption is stressful. Don't know if that's the case for anybody, uh, everybody, but it was for me. Um, and we brought her home when she was 19 months and it was a lot. Toddlers are the worst anyway. And then when you have a toddler who's traumatized and doesn't know you and doesn't speak the language, it was a it was a situation. It was hard. And so I ate my feelings and went to get chicken minis after I dropped Tucker off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, chicken am I encouraging minis. bad behavior right now? <laughs> now, listen, di I dipped my chicken minis in Chick-fil-A sauce. And I did this in front of someone recently. And they're like, oh, okay. I thought Chick-fil-A sauce was a lunch sauce. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. You can Anywhere. have that for breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, and I got, oh, my gosh, I would drive literally out of my way like by a few miles to go to Starbucks and get a mocha Regu like probably three times a week maybe even more I'm not sure if I went to Target I was definitely going to uh to Starbucks to get a drink and I just ate and ate and ate and it's like I didn't really realize it because it was um by the time I was gaining weight it was 
early fall here, which is still nice outside. And then one day I put jeans on and I'm like, oh, oh, these hurt so bad. Oops. Oops. 30 pounds overnight. Like I'm going to say in three months, I gained 30 pounds. Dang. Now, I don't know if I drink my calories. I mean, I guess I pour a lot of... uh, creamer in my coffee like a lot you, like you, do, do. you used to drink your calories you used to drink those like v8 yes and stuff. yes i was going to bring that up in in grad school i would pound one of those big v8s you know 48 ounces like a day uh, oh god that makes me want to and that was the uh for the people that was the uh like the fruit and veggies one so it, it had a lot of sugar i think in it yeah they're delicious but you know i've cut that out um well, and you also were, and I think maybe still are, aren't you a heavy orange juice drinker? I, I do drink a lot of OJ, the Simply Orange. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, there's some OJ in the fridge right now. I had it for lunch. Um, yeah, see, it. if I if I, if I I have mom and dad here, I'm getting orange juice because they're going to expect it. They need it I drink <laughs> every it, morning. I drink it like at all opportunities. My dentist said I got to cut back on that. Oh, you're having some teeth problems. Maybe a year or two ago when I last went to the mm. dentist. Oh, I got to go back. I'm taking my kids next week. FYI, that'll be fun. Actually, I love going to our dentist. It's fun. I I love the dentist. I love how it smells. I don't know. I'm a weirdo and I like somebody working on my teeth. I don't know. It's weird. Well, it's self-care, man. It is. I I mean, in the same way that I love somebody like cutting my hair and like taking care of me. I don't know. I don't know. Is that weird? Yeah, I think most people say it's weird, but guess what, man? They, they don't know. They don't know your life. Let's, let's go back to when Gigi first came home. I do remember heading uh, to the dentist and sitting in that dental chair. I think I had gotten someone to babysit Gigi, which was very rare because you just, that's kind of um, a no, no too much when they're first home because of attachment issues. But I went to the dentist by myself and I was like, this is awesome. I'm sitting here in this leather chair with my feet up. Yes. Nice music playing and people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I think it's on my personal Instagram somewhere. <laughs> I took a picture of my legs <laughs> sitting in the chair. Um, yeah. Okay. I look so, forward to it. Yeah. So back to drinking calories. I mean, that definitely is a habit problem. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. For me. For, for, anybody. for anybody who's yeah, struggling I mean, with their weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't drink alcohol so that i got that going for me yeah that's a but huge OJ, calorie savings the oj Keep yeah going. um well i want to just point out that one of my hacks recently when i was like so i lost the last eight pounds of this baby weight we'll call it the gg weight uh this winter that was like a real hard focus like january one i was like it, it just it wasn't new year's resolution it just happened to be i saw a picture of myself it was super unflattering and i looked bloated and i'm like i hate this so i lost the last eight pounds in like january february maybe a little bit in march um and one thing i decided to do like i like having two coffees a day and so instead of my two normal size coffees i bumped it down on the keurig one size smaller it's it's not like it's a huge calorie savings, but I'm pretty short. And so to lose weight, I have to consume like less than, I don't know, something like less than 1200 calories or something oh, crazy like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. like a milkshake or that's not right. 
you know the the like cookies and cream like blizzard is like more than that if you get a large oh i know yeah so it's, <laughs> unfortunately it's not an option like if i eat out i'm screwed for the day and i say screwed I, I don't really mean that i mean like i gotta watch the rest of what i eat so like today we had fast food because i took tucker and jeej came with me to a scout thing um after church it just happened to be um i needed to take him there and didn't have time to go home so i got a kid's meal that was one helpful thing i got a diet drink that was also helpful um but tonight i'm gonna go super easy on the food i'm gonna eat an apple before dinner um and i'm gonna drink plenty of water while i'm eating dinner you know was this chick-fil-a no, no boo it's oh sunday. it's sunday uh crap i always <laughs> went chick-fil-a on sundays i know my kids were like can we eat at chick-fil-a i'm like nope it's mcdonald's sorry <laughs> Um, but I will say McDonald's has diet Dr. Pepper, so that was good. Okay, so here's what I want to talk about with losing weight. And and this is what I learned from the Beck diet. And, you know, it's not like I'm sponsored by Judith Beck. Though, Judith, if you want to talk, we can talk. Um, but she talks about winning the mind game of losing weight. Um, like, actually, on the cover, it says, train your brain to think like a thin person. And that's really what it is. I mean, losing weight is very, very simple, but it's not necessarily easy because of the mind game. And we all want to make it so complicated. And it's almost like I can't really make fun of the things I want to make fun of because someone's going to come at me about it. But like, you know, we do all kinds of fiddle faddle. Is there yeah. something I can make fun of? Can I make fun of um, low carb or, you know, whatever the thing is. What like was low sugar in the 90s or whatever, sugar-free? Yes, sugar-free. There's low-carb. There's macros. I don't Keto. Know macros are. Keto, yes. Um, what's the one thing that a bunch of my friends are doing? I say friends. I mean, like, Facebook friends. You know, people don't know super well. The one that I starts with a P? Uh, oh, I don't know about that one. I know uh, the macro thing is really big right now. Um, what, what's the macro thing? I don't know what macro is. It's like macronutrients, micronutrients. Let's 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 make some guesses since we don't know. Macronutrients. A great idea. <laughs> let's do that. Macronutrients has gotta be beef. Is it? Are you looking this up right now? I am. Micronutrient is quinoa. <laughs> I don't know. Micro no macro is Oreo. Micro is hydrox i don't know what you're talking about right now <laughs> all right macro is short for macronutrients i got that one right so it's not a calorie threshold but a certain number of macronutrients so protein carbs and fat and shat did you say shat fat f-a-t <laughs> oh how much shat can we get in our diet Okay. Carbs, proteins, well, and fats. Yeah. It's not important to what my point is about to be, which is in this book, she's like, you can choose whatever quote unquote diet that you want. She's like, you can do low carb, you can do whatever, but I'm going to tell you how to win at it, which I think is cool because she doesn't really like have some sort of moral stake on what you eat. Like she's not like you should be a vegetarian because A, it's better and B, it's better or whatever. Um, so it's more like 
she lays the foundation of cognitive behavioral therapy the first i think four day four chapters yep four chapters Dang. and then it's not bad no not cognitive behavioral therapy but like in terms of winning at the diet so it's only like 50 pages the first 50 pages are like the foundation and then after that it's almost like a daily devotional um i think is that right no the daily devotional part starts later anyway i actually didn't even finish this book i did the daily devotional part up to like day 11 and i was like i got this i've got the mind game so uh -huh. mind games are um what i mean is she says you'll use cognitive therapy techniques to prepare your mind and environment for dieting so one thing she teaches about is sabotaging thoughts so i don't know about you but i had these and i think a lot of women deal with this like oh i screwed up i was at this baby shower and i this cake looked so good and i ate it so today i'm going to eat whatever i want since i already screwed up so i'm just going to eat whatever i want and then tomorrow i'll start over well that's a sabotaging thought yeah, I do. Why would you why would you add another whatever a thousand calories when you could say, you know what? I messed up. I probably shouldn't have had that much. Um, but clean, clean plate, it's three o'clock and I'm gonna eat well the rest of the day. Yeah. I'll eat some cookies and then I'm like, mm, let me just have eight more. Well, I have a real problem with cookies. Yeah. Like I can't eat just two. <laughs> right. So oh, if no. I if I want cookies. I'm going to go in knowing I'm going to have a lot, meaning I have saved, I've, ha I've got some reserves for my calories. You know what I'm saying? So my, my strategy for losing weight was not counting carbs or any of that or Weight Watchers. I basically did calorie restriction. Um, and I think I did count them at first, like on my fitness pal or something. And then I finally kind of got in the rhythm of what I knew was, you know, higher calorie and what wasn't. And so my thought was, we've all made this very complicated, but the bottom line is if you restrict your calories, you will lose weight. You will. That is science. <laughs> that is like, unless you've got some crazy disorder, if you eat less, you will lose weight. Okay. Obviously not a doctor. I'm just a person who knows what's that law. The Newton physics thing, you can't create matter and you can't, whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about? What uh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. So like if you go on, if you go on Survivor and all you eat is half a cup of rice every day, you're going to lose weight, right? Yeah. Like I think we make a lot of excuses for ourselves. And really bottom line is if we look at what we're eating, we're taking in too many calories. You're not going to lose weight if you're, I'm not going to lose weight if I'm taking in 2,000 calories a day. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. So that was my methodology. But so, you've also been exercising, walking. Um, yes. And I started picking up my walking not too long after Jeej came home. But I will tell you, that makes so much less of an impact than food for me. So hmm. much less. Like, it is a food game, unfortunately. Like th that's another sabotaging thought for me because of, I guess, because I'm a small person or whatever. I'm like, well, I can eat whatever I want because I walked three miles. Well, it's three walking three miles doesn't right. make up for however 
right. It doesn't. Um, maybe one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But um, anyway, so let's go back to the mind game thing. The Okay, so I was talking about the sabotaging thoughts. Oh, the other thing that really helped me was, and this is from this book too, like noticing when I was actually hungry and then telling myself this is not an emergency. Like yes, to not be sad or upset that I'm hungry. Yeah, you're not going to die. I'm not going to die. This is America, and I am middle-class suburban mom. I'm not going to die. You will there survive. will be food again. Hmm? You will survive. I will survive. Like, there's another meal coming. And I think that was so huge for me of not panicking and overeating. Like, I really do have this thought now, which is, oh, um, the next meal is coming. It's going to be delicious because I already kind of know what it is. You know, I have a meal planned in my head or I know what the schedule is. And, like, that satisfies me a lot, you know? Yeah. Another um, habit that she talks about in here uh, that makes a big difference is sitting down to eat. She's like, never eat standing up. I'm trying to find where she says that in here, but it's just a, it's a better habit to get you to slow down. It's like mindfulness, I think, really. Um, she says, you know, put your food on a plate. Don't just eat from a bag. If you make your food and you look at it on your plate, you know for sure at the end of 15 minutes or 20 minutes or however long you take to eat, you can, if you're still feeling hungry, you just need to wait a minute, take a drink of water and be like, right, my plate was full and I ate it. I got enough. Like it's the self-talk that helps you with that. Mm. But it was so delicious. I want to get more. Do you want that more or do you want to fit in your pants more? Yeah. And that is part of it too. She's like, write down your goals on a like, index card and tape it to your mirror and she's like rehearse that like 20 times a day what's your reasons my reasons are i want to look better in pictures i want to fit in my own clothes i want to feel better or whatever but that second bowl of chicken and dumplings mm. i know but don't get them mm, this is the seconds that kill you man I know, that's honestly. when you're like mouth hungry you just want it in your mouth yeah <laughs> you guys have to do like do like the middle ages and Throw it up and then eat it. <laughs> Gross. I thought you were going to say something else. I think, too, something that I had to do, this wasn't necessarily from the book, but like really purposing to drink more water with my food or even um, drink a full glass before I ate. And there was a study that came out not terribly long ago. I think maybe when I first started my weight loss journey, um, which by the way, my journey was in three different cycles. I didn't lose it all at once. Like I said, I just lost that last eight pounds recently. Um, but I did lose all 30 pounds that I gained. It just, it was in three different spurts. But anyway, a study came out that said people who eat an apple 30 minutes before dinner consume fewer calories at dinner, including the apple. And I, there's something about the crunch of it and just that you've already started the digestion process before you're like shoving food quickly in your mouth from your plate or whatever. 30 minutes before? Yeah. Yeah. And so Dang. sometimes I'll slice up an apple while I'm cooking and that is so helpful. And my kids will do it too. They'll, they'll, my kids are so excited when I pull the apples oh, out. I eat cookies while I'm cooking. Don't do that. <laughs> See, if I eat cookies anytime after like three o'clock in the afternoon, my dinner is ruined and I'll just have to say no dinner for you. Mm, for yourself for me yeah for me for me 
because I won't be able to really eat and then I'll be hungry later and then I'll eat more cookies and it's ridiculous. So I really can't let myself do that. I'll, I'll have a, I pretty much have a sweet every single night, but this winter, what I developed was, okay, if I'm going to restrict my calories, but still get something that I like, I, I literally measured out a serving of M&Ms. A serving is one ounce, and I think it's 140 calories or 130, depending on which kind of M&M. And I would like snack on those while I watch TV. It's not a lot. You know, it's probably 30 M&Ms, but I would, <laughs> I would suck on them for a really long time until they like dissolved. So they would last me like an hour and I felt like I got that sweet tooth satisfied. <laughs> so that's my go-to snack at night, unless I do a special dessert and then I'll have the dessert, you know? Yeah. I've been seeing you eat these M&Ms recently, last few months. Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that new? Yeah, it is new because I, I would never choose an M&M. I would rather have Reese's peanut butter cups, junior mints, something like that. But like, calorie wise. I'm like, I just want some sweet chocolate. This works. You know, I still feel like I have a treat. I think part of it, I was inspired by um, my friend uh, was doing Weight Watchers and her dessert, which was allowed for in Weight Watchers was um, a bowl of cut up strawberries and like a tablespoon of chocolate syrup. And she was like, it's so good. And it satisfies that need. I'm like, okay, so I don't need a lot to satisfy the need. It's like, we need to tell ourselves what's true and believe it and act on it. Instead of just being like, oh, <laughs> it's not good enough. Well, what do you want? Did I want to fit my pants? Yes. Do hmm. I want to look better in pictures? Yes. I hated how I looked when I was fat. In fact, when this episode comes out, I found a, one of my fat pictures from after Jeej came home. Um, it was probably a year after she came home. And oh, it's awful. There's so few pictures of me from that time. because. Are we going to post that? Oh, yeah, I'm going to post it on her Instagram. <laughs> oh, you're brave. I mean, whatever. It's, it's the truth. I was wearing my, my grief on my fat face. I mean, 30 pounds on a person that's five, two-ish, that's a lot. That's a lot of sizes. Mm, gotcha. I bought smaller bowls to help with portion control. Oh, that's good. But I think I just end up just getting seconds. <laughs> So I eat the same amount. I mean, do you know what your calorie intake should be if you want to lose weight? No idea. Okay. Might be good to find that out and then just start looking at it. How do you find it. that out? You got a calculator? Um, how did I find that out? I think I found it out on my fitness pal, the app. Hmm, okay. Because it'll calculate it for you. It'll say, what's your weight now? What's your goal weight? You know, that kind of stuff. And it'll say, okay, if you want to lose a pound a week, then here's what you need to consume per day okay you yeah, know so i was thinking while we're talking i do consume a little bit of drinking calories at work because there's coffee machines and there's an espresso machine that also puts out milk and so i'll get like double milk and a hot chocolate packet like swiss miss it's so good but oh. <laughs> yeah and it's like the perfect yeah. temperature like it's such a good temperature i brought in like my cooking thermometer in to see what it was it's 150 degrees if that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. What if you still kept that as your treat during the day, but at home you only had one little teeny coffee to kind of get you going for the day. And like, I mean, that's, that's it. No more orange juice or whatever. Like, you know, kind of just put it for what makes you happier. 
Okay. If you put it in those terms, like, so I haven't been to the grocery store in, in a while, uh, like on a bigger run because been traveling so much the last few months. And so like this last week or two, I haven't had any OJ. So, you know, I could live without, I suppose. I think you can. I think it's, it's a matter of, I think it's such an ingrained habit. Every morning when we were kids, we made that orange juice from concentrate. It was just a given. So good. It, yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's home. You know, it's the feeling of home and this is what mm. breakfast should be. And reading the newspaper. I don't read the newspaper here, but when I'm home, I, I drink the orange juice and I read the newspaper. <laughs> um, see, that's, that's why I started the coffee because that's what I would do at your house when I visit. And so to get that feeling of your house, that's why I drink coffee at my place. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay. Let me just wrap up the book stuff by saying this is how you win at almost anything. Like, I don't think it's just applicable for diets. I think you could use it for anything that you want to do, that you're trying to develop a habit and win that mind game. But do you want to hear more specifics about some of my choices that I make to make it work? Yes, of course. I feel like this could be helpful. One thing that I started doing was, and this was per the suggestion of one of my employees, Ashley, my friend. She was like, Tara, just stop eating the bread. Just stop. She's like, that's going to cut out like a million calories off the top. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm not doing low carb. I'm not doing no carb. But she was right. Like I was eating a sandwich every day. Granted, it was whole wheat. Yeah, that's what I do for lunch. I'm bringing turkey sandwich to work every day. And I don't. I did lose weight having whole wheat bread sandwiches, you know, back when I was, when it was more like low hanging fruit. Well, now the last eight pounds was not low hanging fruit. I had to work, you know? So I stopped eating any sort of bread product um, before say 6 PM. So I may have, if I'm serving something that's got bread or wheat in it for dinner, I would still eat that. But I stopped um, making sandwiches. I did more like turkey, cheese, hummus rolled up in a piece of lettuce or maybe not the lettuce at all. Just eat those things and some fruit. And I might even have chips. Ashley was like, stop with the chips. And I'm like, uh, don't think I can do that. Yeah, you do a lot of chips. And this is my friend Aaron's fault. I'm just going to call everybody out in my life who has affected my eating. Aaron loves chips. And I'm like, chips are such a waste. Why do restaurants serve me chips with my sandwich? And now I'm like, where's my freaking chips? I want my chips. Like kettle chips, they just bring me joy. And so you'll do that, but what do you sacrifice in order to, to keep that in the your chips. life? The chips? Yeah. Um, I guess really the bread, and I don't have very many chips. The other thing I did was I was having a Coke. It might have been a, a 90 calorie, the small mini Cokes, but I was having a Coke every single day. Um, and so that's an easy 90 calories to be like, I would rather have 10 chips rather than a Coke. So... I don't love diet drinks like diet Coke is nasty diet. Pepsi is the worst, but my friend Amanda drinks diet Dr. Pepper. And so periodically I would have one at her house and I'm like, this isn't bad. And so now I'm like hardcore. I love this stuff. So I mean, you do the big might, size or small size. I'll do either. I'll do either. It, it just depends what store I'm at. If they're available, you know, like sometimes I'm at all these, sometimes I'm at, Walmart. It just depends. This is a big one. And I had that today this afternoon because I did not have a nap today. I'm pulling an all dayer. And so I needed some. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So that gave me some cal, you know, some calorie play. And then, oh, the other thing I started doing for breakfast, what was I doing for breakfast before? You're doing fried eggs now, right? I do a fried egg every single day. A fried egg. A fried egg. If, if I run or something that morning, I might do two, but just the fried egg. And if I'm super in a hurry and don't have time to cook one, I'll take a scoop of peanut butter and eat that. I know we've talked about that. I know you're anti that, but like, um, Oh no, I didn't say I'm anti. I just, I've heard from people that are trying to put on weight that they're told to to eat peanut butter, like in like high school wrestling or I don't know what. Right. But when I say a scoop, what I mean is like, uh, two teaspoons, like lick it off my spoon while I'm doing my makeup and then I leave Mm -hmm. for my work or whatever. Um, so that has been helpful to keep me from being hungry. But even then when I'm hungry, I'm like, I'm going to eat soon. Like I love lunch. I love lunch. I look forward to lunch every single day. And I think it's because I've learned to be comfortable with the sensation of hunger. Are we just not patient people and not willing to, to wait for, for food and we want it now? I think that's true in general. No I'm self-control? Sure. Yes. Obviously, there's people with blood sugar problems or whatever, and they need to eat. I get it. I keep a stash of granola bars in my toolbox because my employees are all fainting violets, and they get, like, super woozy when, like, we're halfway through the job. We're, we're, we're busting it. I get it. But I won't do it. I don't want, I don't want a granola bar. I want my lunch because I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I didn't realize how much until one of my newer employees, Kristen, she was like, Terry, you have a thing with lunch. What's your deal? And I'm like, what you mean? She's like, you're just kind of obsessed with lunch. Like if there's something happening around lunchtime, you're like, no, I have to eat my lunch. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. I just really don't love, I, I love lunch. And I'm kind of Southern Baptist in that way. You know, we were raised Southern Baptist and I'm like, uh, church better be over by noon. If it's past noon, it's lunchtime. Oh. That don't fly. <laughs> People start looking at their clocks. Preacher going long. <laughs> Preacher cutting into my joy right now. Oh. <laughs> See, at our church we go to now, it's like 9.45 to, I don't know, 10.30? No, 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 no. That's not right. 10.45? No. Maybe 11. I think we get out at 11. And that's perfect. That'll give me time to run into Aldi if I need to. Gives me time to get home. We'll make something to eat. It's great. Good. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, my other thing that I, and I did a Instagram story about this, but I'll recap it here is, um, I, I hacked a way to eat fast food while still losing weight, which is my Chick-fil-A menu, my Chick-fil-A order. Would you like to hear that? Please. Okay. Here's my order. Ready? Ready. Four grilled nuggets, not fried grilled because they basically don't count. I mean, it's just chicken. And on, I didn't do Weight Watchers, but a friend of mine who did, she said that, that the grilled nuggets count as like zero points. And I'm like, cool. If they're zero points, then they're for me. And they actually taste really good. Then I get a medium or a large Diet Dr. Pepper. If I'm eating in, I get a medium. If I'm going to go, it's a large. If I'm really super hungry, I'll get a large fry. If I'm not that hungry, I get a medium fry. And two Chick-fil-A sauces. And that's my lunch. Some of that seems pretty counterintuitive. Large I know. Dr. Dr. Pepper. No, the diet, 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 diet. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, you can come at me about aspartame, um, but 
whatever. Mom and dad have been drinking Diet Coke for 70 years and they're still alive. So um, I'm fine with that. All right. But like if the chicken doesn't really count, then- Why not have 100? <laughs> All right. Then you wouldn't have any room for the fries. And really the fries and the Chick-fil-A sauce is the actual reason I go to Chick-fil-A. So now the sauce is high in calorie, so I can't have more than two. So if you're eating more than two, brother, that could be- uh, a good I, I get barbecue yeah. sauce. Okay. That's probably less calories, I would think. I think so. Because that, that has like mayonnaise or something in it, right? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. It's got mustard in, in it too, I think. Oh, I have no idea. But all I'm saying is when, when I am actively losing weight, if I do the egg, if, I, if I'm eating out and can't do my like sliced turkey thing or whatever, I'll go to Chick-fil-A, I'll get that order, and then I'm really hungry by dinner time. And I'll eat a normal dinner and my M&Ms and I'm still under calorie for the day in order to lose weight. I'm looking up the Chick-fil-A ingredients. Yeah, I wouldn't like it because it's got mustard in there. See, I've, mustard has really grown on me in the last few years. I like Gag. it in the sandwich. Where were we? Sorry, I was like not listening to that last part because I was looking up the ingredients. I have no idea what I said. <laughs> okay. So, so you you do the fast food hack and still have joy in your life? I do. I don't propose that it's ideal for a daily thing, but certainly weekly is fine for me. And how'd you figure out what was good for you? Well, I just, just trial pretty, and error. Yeah, I pretty much tweak my whole life constantly and pay attention to the results, which is funny because I'm not a scientist like in any way, shape or form, but I, I do try these different things. Hmm. Very and then good. once I find it, I stick with it. Mm, good for you. Thanks. In the best uh, way possible. Thanks. You know, I'm a solid B student. Solid and B. It, really? Mm-hmm. That's it? Mm-hmm. I would have thought so, more. No. What's funny, because Dave and I both are B students. And what? I know. Tucker's like. I think of y'all as high achievers. We are, but like we're B students. Tucker's an A student. Like on I purpose? Like, like you don't want to put the effort in? To get no, I'm just literally, I'm really just literally saying that my GPA in college and high school was B. Like, mm-hmm. I think high school okay. was 3.3 and my college GPA was 3.13. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think that I tried hard, but not that hard. I think that's probably true. Oh, okay. I saw a meme on Instagram that said something like, organized people are just lazy people who don't feel like looking for things. And I think that's true. You know, I saw you post that. And then like later that day, I was looking actually for like this microphone stand and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, ah, it! we cleaned my place. So you came over like a month ago or something and house pieced me at my place in Dallas. And sometimes I can't find things. <laughs> it was all, it was all indexed in my mind before. Mm, don't you know, blame it's a system. me for your problems. You it's a system. Much. You have too much. I finally got rid of all those donations the other day. Yeah. Uh, like I, actually a week ago after church. And they don't take those plastic hangers. So I still have them. Actually, I gave them to mom and dad. Oh, Lord. Why did you do that? <laughs> I didn't want to throw them away. <laughs> Recycle them at least. Oh, Mark, don't give stuff to mom and dad. I'm sure they could use them. No, they cannot. I see behind your head in the closet that you're currently sitting in, I see 
three empty hangers right there in the corner. No, no more. No more hangers. <laughs> All right. Uh, I see Karen's prom dress in the other corner. Please. Why? Why? There's a lot of blankets in here, too. They, they have, have a, a lot of blankets. Ones. They have a lot of blankets. I said that to mom last time I was there. I was like, look, if I want you to gather them all Marie Kondo style, like bring every blanket, every sheet, every pillow that's not like currently in use and go pile it in the living room. And I want you to see that the pile reaches the ceiling. I guarantee it. <laughs> there are so many like in this closet and then in the other bedrooms, there's so many. Um yeah, it would be a massive pile. I know. I just think they're spread around the house, and so she doesn't know how many she has. Like, there's one in here that I recognize um, that's like an airline blanket from a trip that we did um, probably to Europe or China. Oh, like, that's hilarious. In 2008. Well, but, I mean, I mean, there's blankets in here that are, I'm sure, decades old, many decades old. Oh, yeah, Definitely came from grandpa or something. Um, Well, let's go back to your weight thing. So you said you wish you could lose 16 pounds. What, what do you think you're going to do that? Or you're just going to kind of wait for your job to settle down a little bit with the travel? Don't know. I don't have a plan. I got a buddy that's invited me to go do a bike trip out in July. Um, Mm. The gap trail and CNO canal trail. So that's mm. like from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Washington, D.C. Um, and he wants to do it in like five days. It's like 400 what? miles. Whoa. And I'm like not in any sort of shape right now. Like I've ridden my bicycle once in the last year. Um, mm. I've set up my bike in my living room. Yeah, we did that when you were there. That's right. That was one and, of your goals is to clear out enough space so you could have it set up and look out your beautiful picture windows. Yeah, so um, so I need to like start exercising in the mornings or something and ride my bike. I don't know. I was doing like running upstairs in the gym at my apartment, but the last couple times I've done it, my Achilles has flared up. So I don't know if I've got the wrong shoes or what, or old shoes, or if uh, my running technique. Like I, I, I try to do like a kind of more forefront. Uh, strike instead of a heel strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if like I am using my calf muscles too much too fast and then those become tight and then they're pulling on my Achilles. I don't know. I'm sure there's some PT out there that maybe knows something about this. But anywho, so then just even walking around, it kind of hurts when I do the running. So that's maybe why I want to get back to the cycling. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's crazy how an injury can stay with you for a long time. I I, like pulled, tore, I don't know what, my calf muscle uh, several months ago. And now um, it took me weeks to recover. But like even now when I run, I can, I feel a twinge, just a twinge, but I feel it. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I get those precursor feelings. I'm like, oh, I don't want to screw this up. (laughs) Don't push through. Right. Yeah. And like I did that when I was cycling a ton in grad school and uh, my summer trips just pushed through stuff. And that wasn't great because I don't know if those had long term. Actually, yeah. I mean, for sure, the last one had long term effects. Like my shoulder still hurts. And that was 
five years ago. So need to figure that out. Yeah. All right. Well, let me know if you um, want to talk about it again at all. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Let me walk you through my diet right now. Yeah. How about that. Yeah. Do it. All right. Every morning I get two packets of the, the oatmeal, the fruit and cream oatmeal. So I do the strawberries and cream and blueberries and cream and I stick it in a bowl and I've got 2% milk that I've been using recently because it was delicious instead of that skim <laughs> and uh, warm that up, put some berries in either blueberries or blackberries. And then I eat that with my cup of coffee. Lunch is turkey sandwich. So that's got some sort of mixed greens that I'll get from the grocery store, slice of cheese, and then oh, a couple uh and pickles. Those are the that's the stuff. Um and maybe a yogurt. Uh, one of the Shobani yogurts for lunch. And then for dinner, uh recently, last few months, I've been just making um chicken and dumplings every week. <laughs> Make a big pot on Sunday and then eat that all week. So I try to make it a little better by putting in, so I've been putting in like little baby carrots, like I'll boil baby carrots and put those in. And then this last round, I actually put in like a can of green beans and a can of corn. So it's it's turning into that chicken Mm -hmm. pot pie. (laughs) It's more like, yeah, chicken stew. Hey, you don't have to boil your carrots separately. You could um, saute them when you do your onions. Oh, I don't do any onions. Should I do onions? Mm -hmm. Oh, I just put onions in anything like that, so oh. I would. Well, I boil the tar out of them because I like my carrots to be able to... Soft. Yeah, be real soft. Man, it's that I, hot, mushy food. I love hot, mushy food. There was like... We went to some steakhouse, I don't know, at work, I don't know, many months ago, and there's this steakhouse that had good carrots. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I went to Universal Studios with Tugger and the band, and we ate somewhere in Harry Potter world and they had this like beef pot pie. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want in this hot Florida afternoon. I want hot mushy food. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was delicious. Amazing. Oh, man. I wanted yeah. doubles, double the size. I wanted I seconds, that. but no, it costs like $25. <laughs> you know, I, I did that there um, on my last project. Um, we went to like this Italian restaurant and I got the ravioli. It's like $24 ravioli for like, I don't know, you get like five or six raviolis. And uh, it's so good. It was so good. So I like ordered another, but she thought I was kidding. So like we're sitting around for quite some time. And then my buddy's like, I don't think that it's coming. I'm like, surely it's coming. And she would have brought the check if it weren't coming. So we went inside eventually. And then she thought I was joking. I'm like, no, I want, I want another plate. <laughs> this, that just shows you that nobody does that, Mark. Don't do that. You got, you got low-hanging fruit. There's, you'll there was only six food. little raviolis. Little six little raviolis. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went back there a few times, and then she knew I wasn't kidding anymore. So I would just start the meal, like the order with, I'll have the ravioli with the butter sauce, and I'll have the ravioli with the red sauce. <laughs> so I had two plates. Two orders. Love you. Mean it. Please bring me this stuff. Yeah. $48 of ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else that you eat? Oh, no. Dessert? No. I mean, 
Gosh, see, I'm, I'm, I think I'm terrible when it's like in front of me, right? Like if, you know, I hear about this, if you can see it, you're going to eat it. A hundred million percent. Like, yes. at, like at work or something, if somebody brought something, uh, or especially if it's something's in like a clear container and you can see the thing, like, like at a receptionist desk or something. At any rate, usually there's not something. Sometimes we, you know, in little cafe areas, like somebody might have some leftover. I don't know. One day, this only has happened once. Like there was cupcakes. So of course I'm going to eat a cupcake or um, actually the other day there were some cookies. I did not have any. So there is some self-control there. Like one of my colleagues, he's, you know, he works out a lot. He's like, you don't need that. I'm like, oh, you're right. So we've been helping each other. That's great. And he's your external voice that that Judith Beck is saying to develop internally, which is you want your goal more than you want that. And he was doing that for you, which is great. Yeah. So. I mean, you can only, you only want that with someone you can trust, but. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. But oh, the, uh, the time I, I will make a dessert usually when I'm not traveling um, on a Friday for work, I'll bring in um, either cookies or our, our grandma's pink and white cookies or I'll, I'll make scones either with. Yeah with chocolate chips yeah. or some sort of dried fruit, either strawberries or blueberries. See, you love scones. I don't love them because they're so dry. I have to. You haven't had my scones, I guess. Your, your scones aren't dry? No, they're freaking delicious. Okay. Well, make me some next time we're together. Okay. Okay. And we can. I just feel like I have to put so much butter on there. I'm like, well, then what's the point of this? I'd rather have a cookie. Mm, okay. Well, we can post a recipe because it was in the newspaper locally here in Louisiana. Mm. Oh, Mom found it. Oh, yeah. For the people, Mark is currently at our parents' house. So that's my food consumption during the week. And, oh, Mondays, going to trivia with our cousin. Sometimes I'll eat there. So that's like chicken fingers, fries, dipped in ranch. Mm. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> like yeah. bar, bar food. Um, after Have you lunch, ever noticed tr- how bar food sounds like barf? Bar <sighs> food. Don't do that. Bar. Uh, go to lunch after church sometimes, trying to make friends. Um, so I'm probably eating out at least twice a week, maybe, maybe three times if I'm eating out at work once a week. Um, so, so could you hack your eating out and like, instead of getting chicken fingers, get like a, um, a grilled chicken sandwich and not eat the bun, just eat the chicken. I mean, I could eat before going to trivia. I just like those chicken fingers and the ranch. Well, yeah, well, then that's worth it. Maybe. I mean, sometimes I'll eat before, and then when I go to the pub, I'll order a dessert. They got this bread pudding thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for the dessert. Yeah, I get it. So so what's your – you got any – I'm telling you this because I'm looking for advice here. Oh, you want advice? <laughs> for the people, Mark is currently has his hands pressed into his eye sockets because he's in disbelief that I just said that. Well, you have some low-hanging fruit that you can easily pick off to lose five pounds like nothing. Mm, All right. What is that? I think that your breakfast sounds high calorie. My oatmeal? I don't know, but like that fruit and cream, look that up. It's so good. Well, don't look it up right now, but I think you should download MyFitnessPal. I want you to enter everything in and just see. Just see what it is. I do like menus now that have the calories on there. Right. That's oh, really yeah. Cool. That's been helpful while traveling. I'm like, because I'll see it's, like yes. massive calorie meals. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. 
Well, including like Starbucks, it'll really motivate me to get a tea, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I would check out your breakfast. I would, it sounds like your lunch is probably fine. Your dinner, the, the, the chicken and dumplings, it's the, it's the dumplings. What if you did a chicken stew, not so dumpling heavy and did something, maybe no bread? Yeah. I mean, I guess I need to just come up with a list of things I can cook because I, I don't really like to think about it. And once I get in a routine, I'll eat something for months. Well, you know? may I suggest that one thing that's been a delicious change for us is um, we've been getting this chickpea pasta. The brand is called Bonza, I think. I get it off of Amazon in bulk. <laughs> and it's pasta made of chickpeas. And so it's heavily, like high, high protein and just doesn't have as much calories as um, white pasta. So I'll do that. And I make this chicken. Um, well, sometimes I make it with chicken. Sometimes I make it with ground turkey. When you make it with ground turkey, it's called like homemade hamburger helper. And it's like delicious. But I make all kinds of changes sometimes to do chicken instead. Um but there's no there's no wheat or bread in it at all. So if you're eating chickpeas, it's like you're eating vegetables. It's just you're eating your vegetables. That's good for you. Okay. Because, you know, so, like I've done like chili for months. I've done like spaghetti for months. Like I just rotate through a thing until I get tired of it. Plus your bachelor heart. Oh. Before I mean, this, I was doing like rice and chicken and... Hey, they do say, though, that. that people who eat healthiest and have the healthiest diet eat very few different types of foods. So you're probably on the right track with that. You oh. just need to find the thing that's less lower calories than the, than the chicken. Probably. Yeah, you're going to help me with that sometime. Yeah, I can totally do that. I'm going to send you – I'm going to order some of that bonza pasta and send it to you. It comes in boxes. Like, there's spirals. There's shells. I mean, even shells and cheese, like a mac and cheese. I would rather see you eat that than, than the really? dumplings, I feel like. I oh, think so. Okay. I think you mm -hmm. saw it in my freezer. I got a ton of chicken because I got it all on sale. Yeah. I mean, I would eat a lot of chicken. I would cook. If you're wanting to actually be more active about losing weight, what if you just grilled up a chicken breast every night? You know, like, like pan fry it. Or not fry, but, you know, saute it on the pan. And then steam some veggies real quick and just, just eat that. Just chicken and veggies. I mean, you, I promise you will lose weight so fast if you just did that. And then maybe cut out some of your orange juice and stuff like that. <laughs> Drinking calories. I'm, keep, I'm keeping my creamer. Oh, yeah. I, I keep my creamer. People are like, I'm going to do this almond creamer. I'm like, hard to pass. No, ma'am. I know. Isn't that nasty? Good. Coffee mate all the way. I don't even know what that is. Oh, mom picked up some creamer for me here. It's a natural bliss stuff. It's not oh, as that's good. No, natural bliss is garbage. <laughs> but, you know, it's the thought that counts. It was nice of her, but she didn't know she was looking nice. at the nat nat natural she bliss. She did not know. I, I, I kindly let her know. Because I think you did that once, didn't you? Thinking it was I, a regular coffee mate? Yeah, I did. What was it? Like, it was a pumpkin. I picked up the pumpkin spice because it was like the only pumpkin spice. And I was, you know, craving it last fall. It was the only pumpkin spice I saw. So I picked it up, not thinking anything of it. And it was disgusting. Disgusting. It was Waste like pumpkin water. Waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to go. All right.